Hello and welcome. This is, I'm calling this episode one of season two of the Aaron Crane Show at our new home at the Central Avenue Studio. So um, perfect. happy to be here. I'm very lucky and blessed to be here. But I'm also blessed because I'm joined by uh, my good friend Sarah, who owns uh, Mayweather Boxing in Wilmette and in the city. Mm -hmm. And I thought it'd be fun to, to talk to you um, because um, I love boxing, something that I do. And I think it's a great exercise and it's fun. And what you do, I think, is awesome. And I think you need to get the word out because I think more people need to get involved in boxing. Yes. And not uh, be scared of it or, or be willing to try it because I think it's a great exercise and a fun thing to do. And I want to learn about you, too. Perfect. Because there's more than just, just Mayweather, right? Correct. Anyway, so, Sarah, what, what is Mayweather boxing? I know we, we, everybody knows Floyd Money Mayweather, mm -hmm. big personality, a lot of money, throwing cash sure. around. Yep. Um, is, is Mayweather boxing at all... Like his personality, I would say, is it, you know, big and flashy, and and is it real fighting and real boxing and sparring that goes on? No, it's actually, and that's the biggest I probably misconception about what we're doing is that we are, we are, we are not flashy and we are not training fighters. So, we are for everyone, and that's that's what's great about Mayweather is that we're. Um, you know, the, the mission is really to, um, to change lives. That's what our mission is mm -hmm. to change lives through boxing. And, um, it's, it's fitness, you know, we're, we're just, we're, we're, we're bringing a really fun, um, exciting, motivating and, um, interesting way to get in shape, um, and have fun. Yeah. You know, I agree because, because all the other exercises and classes are like all like cookie cutter the same yeah they're both like, they're boring but you, yeah. know, you go and it's like you go through the motions and but boxing is like there's like a you know there's there's a you know hand you know hand and body body sure. control yep um and it's a great way to get out of some aggression exactly which feels good exactly um and it's really really hard it's hard it's hard but it's not too hard for for anyone you know we're meant for all fitness levels all levels of boxing and we're really meant for beginners i mean that's truthfully what our core is you know, I'd say probably 90% of people that come in through our doors have never put on boxing gloves, never thrown a punch before in their lives. So, um, and, and what you said, Aaron, is perfect because what, you know, what we are is not just for the body, not just to get in shape, but also the mind. So yeah. it's, yeah. I, mean, I saw something, um, I don't know if it was like Michael J. Fox was talking about, or it had to do with him having Parkinson's, mm -hmm. that yes. they were doing like Parkinson boxing. patients with boxing, it would like help them get their minds sort of like exactly. focused. Exactly. And I was like, geez, I, I relate to that because yeah. when you leave that, there is that, you know, left brain, right brain, sure. Get it all focused, um, feeling to it. Right? Sure. Sure. Exactly. So there's two parts of that. One is the, the, the memory and the hand-eye coordination. That's why boxing is great for Parkinson's patients because there is a certain level of memory that you have to, we, you know, we have six punches in boxing and we, put those six punches in all different combinations. And you have to remember, okay, jab, cross, lead hook, rear uppercut, what am I doing? So it's that it's that hand-eye coordination as well as that memory of what what comes first, what comes next, what comes fourth, what comes fifth, that that is really helpful for Parkinson's patients. Yeah, so that's, you, you have to yes. be able to do it without thinking. Yes. But you have to think. So it's like this, yeah. you just sort of, and it's a muscle memory or yeah. a reaction. But sure. But you get into a rhythm, and I don't know if you can predict what's coming next, or you mm -hmm. just feel it, um, or your brain sort of like let go of your thoughts. Sure. You get out of your head. Yeah. 
just let exactly. your arms sort of go. And it's, it, it's like a really great feeling. It's sort it of, is. you get that, those endorphins running. And it it's, is. It's, it's very it's, cool. It's really cool. But but how does like a, like a, like a nice girl get involved <laughs> in, in a boxing gym? Because, you know, yeah. I think of boxing gym, you know, you think of like Rocky, you know, that, yeah. that age where it's a little bit tough, you know? Sure. Very male dominated sure. and, and rough around the edges. Yeah. yeah. But Mayweather is nothing like that. No. Right? It's nothing like that. So um, I, so just a little bit about my history. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm an athlete. I was a runner my whole life. Um, I played uh, lots of different sports. I in, do, you, in, do you play pickleball? I don't. I need to start playing pickleball. No, I don't think though. you do because there's like this weird craze no. with it. And I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not I'm there yet. I'm not there. We <laughs> <Okay>. digress. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, you, you know, I actually started boxing in Highland Park. To be honest, um, really? and this was years ago, probably 15 years ago. I was just looking for something new and fun and exciting. I was bored with my fitness routine. I was looking for something new and different. I started boxing and I fell in love with it. I saw. I saw my body transform. I felt. I felt as we are saying before, like the mind, the stress and anxiety that you're able to kind of unleash on the bag was amazing. So I just, I absolutely fell in love with it. And I saw the results in my body and my mind, and I wanted to bring it to the masses. So starting that boxing, you know, 15 years ago, just for fitness and fun up here in Highland Park, the studio I was at is no longer here, but, um, and then I started professionally training. So I have a, two coaches. I have one in South Beach and I have one on the South side of Chicago. Wait, professionally training for like a, a like a, like a match, like a, a fight. Spar- a yeah. Fight. So I wanted to train like a pro boxer would train. I wanted, I wanted that authenticity of, um, if I'm going to do this for a career, I want that authenticity of knowing exactly what I'm doing wow. and how and how to do it. Were you planning on, on getting in the ring with somebody and going toe to toe? It was not out of the purview of my thoughts. Um, and my coaches wanted to, but then we weighed the pros and cons of me going in the ring and we decided against it. <laughs> I didn't, I, I wasn't sure I wanted to um, break my nose. Right. I had my nose broken and, you know, have any kind of facial fractures so not that i would because i'm probably quick enough and fast enough that i See, hopefully would not go. yes exactly to the, to the face. but um the pros and cons just didn't outweigh so i i i loved my time training professionally i loved it and um i you know getting really immersing yourself into something like this sport is um, is so rewarding because again i i now can bring that kind of knowledge down a level to the masses um and and talk about it in a way that is authentic to, to what I'm doing. Did you have were you like gonna fight in a certain weight class and you have to like drop weight or put on weight? Was that that you put that you put that pressure on yourself I mean, to, I to didn't, go through that whole, I, that I, whole song and dance? I didn't because I was in such I mean at the time that I was training, I was in such good shape that they probably they could have I mean, my coach was like, I give us a month and I can take you to Vegas and you are golden you're you're because i was training that religiously i mean i went to a camp down in south beach for two different um times two different times which is a seven-day camp with pro boxers um and then i was i had a coach up here in chicago on the south side um who i absolutely adored and i was with him you know three to four days a week um and that time was great because i i learned a lot and i I mean, we didn't get as far as like a weight class, but we, you know, I, I did like do some sparring in the ring yeah. um, and, you know, very light. I wasn't, you know, with headgear, obviously, because, yeah. again, I didn't want to Listen, that, that's impressive face. because yeah. because boxing is so an- anaerobic. You know, you're yes. gasping for air. Yeah. And the idea that someone's going to punch you. Yes. And knock wind out of you. Right. And you have to stay upright and yeah. continue to fight. To me, like someone hits me while I'm gasping for air, I'm, sure. I'm done. It's like, yeah. 
No, so it's, it's be able tough. to do that is like it's really mind tough. over matter. It's, or it's what, really or it's it's, it's really tough. And I just I mean I'm not a spring chicken, you know, to be honest. So you know this was late in my in my. You know, I've got kids, and this is late. I just, I didn't, I didn't feel the need to go in the ring, but I did feel the need to um, be authentic to what I was, what I, what I was bringing to the community right, and so to the public. So you were, you were that committed to it. I mean, you yes. were, you were like, if I'm doing this, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Yes, yes, and I, and I will say, there's not a day that goes by that I don't, you know, put those gloves on, and I just, I feel so good. And I've been doing this religiously now for a very, very long time. It, there's nothing like it. I mean, I, again, I feel I feel so empowered as a as a female. I feel so strong. I feel so empowered. And at, at forty, almost forty eight, I'm you know I'm in the best shape of my life. And that's something that you know that I just again want to bring to. Um, I you know I started in the city with the brand, and then I live up here in the North Shore, and I wanted to bring it to my community up that, here as well. That that's that's. Because you do get in, in good shape really fast, I think, from boxing. I think boxing yeah. and swimming sure. are probably yep. two exactly. um, underrated. I'm not saying underrated because I think yeah. the masses don't really appreciate sure. how incredibly difficult they are. Yes. Um, and how it's fun. Well, swimming not. Uh, swimming's, yeah. swimming's tough. Swimming's tough. I did it's swimming. I tried to do swimming. I pretended I was a swimmer. <laughs> and um, it's, it's hard. I mean, I think Michael Phelps is one of the best athletes on earth. Yeah. And you, know, you know, talk about getting punched in stomach and losing yeah. your breath well what about you're like drowning you yeah know? exactly it's, it's like that gasping for air <laughs> yes. feeling is yeah. is really it's yeah. like a mental thing yeah. it's very difficult yeah okay um but you know mayweather you know the, the personality of mayweather mm -hmm. you know he he you know he, he's loved i think and, and also sort of vilified not, not yes. so loved um but you know what made you decide to go with sort of the, the mayweather franchise sure can you you could, sort of could open your own sort of yep your own spot and called it whatever you wanted and not yeah. have to deal with Franchise agreements, sure. and corporate, and all that and stuff. That's, and I, I had the business plan written to open my own on, on Central Street in Evanston, my own brand um, of boxing fitness. I had, I had the whole business plan done, and a friend of mine sent me an ESPN article about Mayweather opening his own franchise. Um, looking into it, I was floored because it was exactly, almost to the T, what I was really? developing. Um, I'm I'm of the mindset as an entrepreneur and as a business person that it takes a village, uh, and I, the reason I went with Mayweather instead of doing it on my own is just for the for the people and for the the what was around me, um, having that corporate um, support mm -hmm. with marketing with smart business people. I really I, I fell in love with the people at the corporate um, in the corporate office. Mayweather, you know, we're, we're taking his training, but he's not. He's not hands-on in the business operations. Um, James Billings is our CEO. He's um, a Brit, um, s wicked smart, and just um, someone that I've really developed a connection with. Yeah. And I, 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 I believed in him, um, and that's what I bought into is him and, and that team. You know, and that's incredible because I think about as, as entrepreneurs, like you, you have to believe in in what you're, you're doing. Yes. So you know, you have to eat it, and yeah. and I think. But based on the story you just told about yeah. being a pr trying to go pro and, yeah. and like actually, yeah. you know that's that's impressive. But you know when you're an entrepreneur, you think you can do everything, mm -hmm. right? But you, I think you're smart because you, when you surround yourself with people who are smarter than you, yes, right. You never want to admit it, but you no. never want to be the smartest person in the room. No, and, I agree. and you can listen and, and yeah. take advice. Yes. Um, I think that's that's you know that sets yourself up 
for for being successful. Exactly, exactly. And um, you know, obviously, the Mayweather name is bigger than the Sarah name. Um, that that was something that was attractive to me, and I wouldn't have done it if I didn't fully believe in what we're doing inside the gym. You know, and I've and I've been with this corporate team now since I was the fifth to open in the nation. Mm. There's now more than sixty five gyms open wow. across the country. Um, I'm part of the uh, franchise advisory council that's helping corporate develop the brand nation nationally uh, nationwide. So it's um, I I believe in what we're doing because we're not. What we're doing versus our competition is that we're we're training like uh, an athlete would train, but we're bringing it to a level that's that anyone can do. So we're not just boxing in Mayweather. We're doing we're adding that strength component. We're adding that cardio component. We actually have a class that has no boxing at all, and it's just strength and conditioning, um, and that kind of holistic that kind of holistic way of of working out is really what will garner results because um, yeah. we're, we're doing we're, we're bringing that diversity into what we're doing and you're not doing the same exact thing every day i think that that's great because I, I did one of your classes mm -hmm. um yeah and it was it was not it was tough but there was yes. a variety of stuff i like yeah. i like hitting the heavy bag sure um, to me that's that's like very fun yeah but then you like to get on and, and you have to like run a mile yes or it's like that's really hard when you're yeah. gasping for air yeah. your legs yeah. are tired and you, know, yeah. you think you just hold your hands up yeah and but your arms are, you know, everyone sure. gets tired very quickly. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's and a the, and you did take one of our harder classes, I will say. And to be so honest with you, I pushed myself a little hard because I want, yes. I want, I don't want to look like a wimp in front of all And by the way, Allison Rundell, geez, yes. she is. I wouldn't want to meet her in a dark she alley. Is, she she would, is my superstar. She, yep. She would. She's she she's a ball buster. She, she throw punch. And she I is. wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of it. Exactly. Exactly. So she's great. Yes. Um, but before Mayweather boxing and, mm -hmm. and this this, you know this uh business what you know you you were involved in something completely different right correct um yes you, your family owned the infant famous yes pops yes correct. Um, bar in in yes. chicago yeah the corner of state and ohio ohio yeah yeah exactly yeah so um yeah i i'm an entrepreneur at heart my dad i t i i followed in my father's footsteps um my dad worked for a corporate company bell and howell camera which was is you know that's ages ago mm -hmm. in the 70s early 80s he um he was in europe and stumbled upon a champagne jazz club in um austria and said he quit as he came back from europe quit his corporate job and said i am doing this in chicago that that is your dad still alive that, yeah i mean we should get yeah. him in here and tell that story I know, that's, I know. that is incredible it's, it is it is you so said to, to your poor mother was like <laughs> she's like really so i know I, I pulled some of that shit with my wife too, yeah but yeah yeah but i relate yeah. to that that's amazing yeah. so yeah so he 1982 he opened pops for champagne in um in a sleepy neighborhood in lakeview right on sheffield and oakdale many people you know i, I talked to a lot of people from that are original chicagoans and they know exactly where pops is um you know i was seven years old drawing sidewalk chalk on the right on sheffield as he was building this bar mm -hmm. and so he was really my inspiration for being an entrepreneur um just seeing him build that you know nationally acclaimed and longest running champagne bar in the nation um the place is in, i mean everybody knows it it is definitely exactly. an institution it's fantastic yeah, yeah it is so i was i was so honored to be able to um you know once i was um, finished with my corporate career, come on board with him and help him open the one that is now in River North that's still um, that's still there. So I I left a corporate job and came over and worked with him building that um, to you know to its highest 
revenue sales we'd ever seen. Yeah, uh, we sold it in 2018 to new owners. Um, unfortunately for them, right before the pandemic, well, yeah, for say, all of us. I mean, we sorry, all, not sorry. yes, I know. Yeah, I mean, I opened you know the gym right before it as well. So you just you just never know. But it was a good time. My dad retired. He moved to Charleston, South Carolina, um, and then I was able to kind of take my entrepreneurial spirit, which is what I always had inside of me, and follow my passion. My passion. My dad's passion was champagne, and I loved it for sure. It was mm. not necessarily mine. Mine's fitness, and it became boxing. So I married that entrepreneurial spirit with my um, with my love and passion of fitness and boxing, and that's what drove me in that direction. That, that, that's in, that's amazing. But your dad, your dad thought of it in Austria drinking champagne because it's champagne yes. from from France. It's from France, yeah. But w the the great part about this particular place was that it was um, it was in Salzburg. It was um, it's a it was a champagne bar with jazz. So that's that was he you know it was that marriage between mm -hmm. the the bubbly and the music that he just you know he fell in love with and the, being Chicago being kind of a you know jazz, jazz blues town he fit in he, he it, it just it worked it became like become like a like sort of a cultural it did thing in, of Chicago it it's like it sort did. of made it made it's it smart. an icon yeah an icon. Yeah, yeah definitely it's an icon that, that's yeah. was your did you guys drink a lot of champagne in, in your household when you were younger? Was I mean, everyone asked me that, and it's so funny because I actually, I mean, I don't love champagne, I'll be honest. I'm more of a still wine drinker, okay. but sh um, let's not tell anyone that. Yeah, no one's listening to this no. anyway. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I the, the appreciation for what's in the glass is what my dad really um, instilled in us, you know, and it, champagne is a beautiful, beautiful beverage. And I, you know, I have, of course know a lot about it growing up in the business and then mm -hmm. working in the business. Um, but we did, we did drink champagne quite a bit and it was not just for special occasions. That okay. was what, yeah. It did was you, did you get to like day. go to France to champagne and like try all the, you know, the yeah. fancy champagnes. I did not, unfortunately. So I, I've, I've been to, I've been to France, but I, my dad was there quite often. A lot of our staff was there, but I missed, I missed, I, I missed the no. boat. I, so you, know. you, you had to actually do the, like the hard, yes, un, was, unsexy work. I did. Right? I was, I was that finance business person. Uh, like so, run yeah. the numbers. Oh, <laughs> exactly. And I was raising kids at the time that I was, you know, well, that, there. So. I mean, that, that's an incredible story. Mm -hmm. So, but, but even before that, you were yes. with you were with one of my favorite networks yes. that influenced me heavily as, as young in the '90s was MTV, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, is MTV still on the air these days? I mean, it is. It is still on the air. And and the um, what people don't realize about MTV, MTV owns about 30 different cable networks. So um, uh, CMT, Comedy Central, right. VH1, um, you know, CBS is under that same umbrella with Viacom, Viacom. and Paramount. So uh, yeah, I, it, it was a great corporate job. I came out of college in you know in I won't say when, but it was the, at a time when the dot com and it, I had a, a slew of jobs I could have chosen from. Um, so I, you know, I, I between I got an offer at Google, I got an offer at MTV Networks, I got an offer, one other offer, and I said, you know, I'm going to go with the fun one. So I went with MTV Networks. And that, that was like the real world was probably like, yeah, like, exactly, like yeah, on fire, exactly. Um, Carson Daly Carson was there. Daly, yeah. was top. What was that show he had? That horrible stuff. Um, uh, Oh gosh, now that I can't like even remember. See, this live is with Carson Daly. Yes, calling yeah. and like do the top ten videos or yes. Oh, you don't have celebrities, but geez, it I mean MTV was very important. It was, in and you know, culturally. Yes, you had it's, to. Yes, you had to watch it and understand what was going sure. on and pop culture and music. Yeah, and what you know, what MTV and all those networks taught me was you know the importance of brands, like the, that the power of brands and. Again, I've 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 driven that through my entire career as far as 
you know, thinking about what a brand means and, and, you know, um, one thing, one exercise I've always done, even at Pops and then also at Mayweather is, you know, we create, you know, out of all these kind of characteristics of your character, you, you, you make this a person. So you make Pops a person, you make Mayweather a person, you make MTV a person. And what characteristics, what are the 10 most important characteristics that that person has? And that kind of develops your brand. That, that, that's where you, you look at those 10 characteristics of what, what, that brand means and you go back to it often and revisit it and you really want to stick and that that kind of creates your mission but also it, it helps in every aspect it helps with staffing it helps with uh advertising campaigns it helps with um how you talk to your customers um and i found that very valuable and good lessons that i learned from that tenure at mtv was was the power of brands and marketing and it, it's so hard to think of a brand because mm -hmm. you know because you know i've worked with some brands and and you know you, you, it's hard to get that voice yes um yeah sort of can cut through sure people like get it like yeah. right like pops champagne it, it it's just it makes sense yeah. you know it's, yeah. it's one of those things that you don't have to think very hard you know you yeah, sure. the consumer doesn't have to think they know yeah. exactly what it is right. so yeah to be able to do that though it's like there's magic with that you know it is it's very hard to just yeah you know, come up and say, oh, this yeah. is what it's going to be, and everyone's going to get it. Because sure. you're an entrepreneur, you, you know, you have your blinders on. Yes. Think, Why don't you understand it's so it's so yeah. obvious to you? Yes. But yeah. then, you know, it goes back to having smarter people in the room than you. They, it is. That, say, it, that's you, that's take, the key. Talk you down and exactly. say, wait, well, wait a minute. That right. is that is the key. That That's amazing. Well, um, listen, I, I'm a fan of Mayweather. I yeah. I love the mission. I love the classes are hard. Yes. So if, if you're in the... Chicago area. There's one in in downtown. Run a river north. Yes, that's been. We've been there about three and a half years, and then the one up here is on in Wilmette, right on on Lake. So very accessible. Right, right by the uh, there's a sushi place there. That yeah, mall. That's Ao Ao, Ao sushi. sushi that place yeah. is great. Lou all there. Right, so you can after you have a nice workout and then <laughs> go fuel ruin up. It. <laughs> yes, go ruin it ruin with it. some pizza. So you have two locations in Chicago. I think plans to open more. Yeah, I mean, we that would for that would be the mission. Um, you know, we'd like to touch as many people as we can with this brand. We'd we'd likely open more in the suburbs. You know, try to touch the western side of Chicago land. Mm -hmm. um, so some western suburbs, some south suburbs for sure. We had a lot of requests for south suburbs. So, um, I mean, the goal is to touch as many people as we can. Um, uh, you know, uh, we would love to build an empire. The goal with this pre-pandemic was to open 10 quickly mm -hmm. i mean that's what you know that was kind of the mission uh obviously that got halted with something we called covid yeah so. well, that's a good point yeah. so because i'm always interested you know, how how does a business like a gym mm -hmm. which covid you know unfairly yes sort of destroyed because i used to go to the equinox here in highland park mm -hmm. yeah now i don't have you know i don't yeah. have a gym anymore which yeah. i go to mayweather but yeah uh, terrible because that whole industry of seems to have changed it is. overnight unfairly yes how did um you know how did you guys sort of weather that covid storm i mean it was not easy i'll be honest it was not easy but w you know again it's it's just believing in the brand believing in your staff i mean my staff has been with me since we since pre-covid as well wow. um and then just trying to weather it you know i've had great landlords i've had great support you know so it's been we've financially been able to to make it through um but we're still not there i mean we're still rebuilding from in the city from the effects yeah. of covid yeah the whole so fitness industry i think it's just changed, changed. it did really quickly yeah and we just we just have to change with it you know what i have to bring to people is just 
is, is a respite for people to come and have a fantastic workout, a great sweat, to be supported by a great community of staff and members. Um, and that's the best I can do. And then, you know, it's up to those people to get through our doors and we take care of the rest. And I think once people get in the doors and they, and they see what it's all about. Yes. Um, that they'll be hooked. And that's, yeah. you know, that's obviously the challenge, yeah. right, is getting people in the door. That is but, the challenge. Um, probably things like this help at least get somebody in. Because, again, yes. I am, I'm a believer in, in boxing and in my weather. Yeah. And, um, it's been part of my fitness journey. I didn't Good. always do it. But my friend, um, this is a funny story. I was just thinking about this last night when I was thinking about what I was going to talk to you about. Yeah. I have a friend who he had a, he opened a gym on the south side. Sure. He was a karate guy, fit, always incredibly fit. Mm-hmm. We were riding the bus. To, I think we must have been in eighth grade. And he and turned to me. I remember him clear as day saying this. He goes, yeah. like it was, so you want to get big for high school? <laughs> and I was like, what do, you, what do you mean big? He's like, yeah. go to the gym. Yeah. And from that day, I don't yeah. know what, from that day, yeah. fitness became a part of yeah. my I life. I love it. I and love I, it. I, that, for some reason, that yeah. conversation he said to me is like, yeah. remember that. Yeah, that's so cool. Right? I love and those 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 young those young right? years. Those, like, those you know, like when you're impressionable and so Sure. For whatever yeah. reason, I don't remember any, anything else. I can't remember what yeah. I did yesterday, but I remember <laughs> I, I hear there. you. Right. I hear you. Anyway. Well, Sarah, we've been talking for almost 25 minutes. Is there anything okay. else? You, how do we get in, in touch with you? Yes, if absolutely. If all, uh, all your fans want to find you. So, and right. So, I mean, for sure, social media. So, Mayweather Fit Chicago River North or Mayweather Fit North Shore IL. Um, you can find us, obviously, by Googling us. May, mm-hmm. I mean, we're the, we're the only two in Chicago. We were the first to open in the whole Midwest in Chicago. Who's the competition? Let's talk some shit about them. Yeah, I mean... Okay, we're boxers. Are we supposed I, to talk a little bit I, trash? I, 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 sure, why not? I mean, I... No, I mean, I um, I love... I mean, uh, competition is great. You know, yeah. what, what, what our competition brings to us is more, you know, like with Rumble coming on board okay. um, and coming on the scene and any other kind of boxing gyms, it just brings more attention to boxing, which is great. Yeah, it only validates um, what you're doing that is exactly. people want it. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, we are not, and this is the thing, I'm I'm a realist. We're not meant for everyone. There's people that are like, I am not boxing, which is fine. I would, my, would my mission would, or my my kind of um, challenge would be for, for everyone is just find something you love to do fitness-wise um, and do it. And do it consistently. Because if you don't love it, you're not going to do it. And you're not going to get yourself through that door. So... If the, the you know find something you love and then and then do it because there's no there's nothing better from a, a health perspective than than regular exercise and you know obviously healthy eating yeah so those two things are actually you I'd raise a good point about consistency because mm-hmm. when I'm sitting in, in here and talk about do be consistent with your social media posting which I'm mm-hmm. not yes. I try to be but you're eating you know you're sleeping your diet how, yeah. you know when you think about you, like how how do you do that? Because I know there are days where I'm like, I am just not, I just don't care. Sure, and I know. Forty, whatever. It's I like, know. What am I, what am I, I know. Who cares? It's hard. So what I tell people is, you know, make make it a part, make it your lifestyle. Don't make it a chore. Don't make it something a task. Don't make it something that's on your calendar that you have to do. Make it just part of your life, and 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 then it's and then it's easy. Um, if, you know, they say, you know, the gurus say, if you can do anything for 21 days straight, it becomes, it doesn't become a task. It becomes a, p- a part of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would, you know, challenge people to do. Again, you, you have to find something you like, because that's, if you don't, then again, as I said, you're not going to do it. If you, if you're, if you're one that is, you know, like, you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot stand spinning, but it's the only option I have. Well, then you're, you know what, drive 
15 more minutes and find a, a different option or different gym. I, th I will say finding friends and finding a community is really big too. And that's something that we're develop we develop at Mayweather. We know every single person's mm -hmm. name that comes in the door. If you, if it, if it's hard for you to walk in a lifetime, you know, because it's, you're pretty anonymous there or, or like, a, you know, a, one of those big box gyms, then find a smaller boutique gym that, that you aren't, no one that you you do have a name that you do people do care about why you're there yeah, who I, you are there's that issue of accountability which sure. i think people really react yeah. positively like if you know someone's gonna say dude it's time to go to the gym yeah you're definitely more likely sure. to do that i mean that yeah. my friend Chad, he held me accountable for a, a long time yeah because there were days where i was like I'm, I'm just not it's important it's important finding that community and we like our staff is is your community too because if you're if you're an unlimited member with us or you know a few times a month or a few times we're and you're not there we will be texting you to ask where you're at and you making sure that you're punches. okay so um up. yeah i mean we're we want you we want you to you know to make the best use of that time and to to enjoy it's you know our classes are 45 minutes during the week you know you took the hour one you took the the tough one but 45 minutes is three percent of your day so if you think about you know like what 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 better could you do for three percent of your day than than working out for and forty five minutes a day is a perfect amount of time. I'm sure you, you can people scroll on social media for way more than forty five minutes. More. They can take at least forty five minutes. Exactly. Off, put the phones down and yes, and put yes. on some boxing. Also, exactly. I was thinking about boxing, you know, there's a very low barrier to entry. You know, buying boxing gloves and wraps sure. is very, you know, Peloton is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's enticing. I think that makes it, is. it, makes it yeah. and it's, available it's, to a lot of people. And as I said, it's very, it's, it's meant for all levels and of fitness, you know, for people that, um, you know, that have some mobility issues in the lower body or have some knee issues or hip issues, you know, it's great because we're not pounding our body, like jumping up and down. We're not on a treadmill pounding. You know, we do have treadmills, but they're the ergonomic ones that are like nice and curved. So, you know, it's great for it's 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 you know, we've got seventy two year old clients down to you know twelve year olds in, wow. in our gym. So um, the twelve year olds obviously have their own class, so they're not with us. But um, you know, we 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 it's really meant for for everyone. I think that I think that's great. I think starting them young and getting that's yeah. the mental aspect of it. I always say that for me, going to the gym or you know doing anything physical is very meditative. Mm -hmm. You know, where you can sort of take yourself out of your everyday routine and, sure. and focus on one specific thing yeah. um, and everything else sort of doesn't matter for the 45 minutes or an hour. Sure. And, and then when you leave, it's like you can refocus your mind. So yeah. Yeah. whatever that's worth, that's how I've always felt yes. um, about, fi about fitness. Yeah. So perfect. Fine. That's great. Good. Awesome. Well, we said it all. I think we've said it all. It's probably said too much. Oh, that's okay. So my, my daughter um, was in here and she's like, you know, when you do your show, she's, she's 10 going mm -hmm. on like 15. Yeah. She's like, here's how you want. I want you to wrap it up. She goes, you have to go like this. <clears throat> Stay calm and slay on. I was like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> I love it. But I'm going to say, so you look at stay calm and slay on, right? So, Sarah, thanks for coming. Thank Pleasure. you. Pleasure. Aaron. Yep. And everybody, go to Mayweather Boxing. Um, you mm -hmm. don't have to fight anybody to get there. You don't have to, Floyd's not going to show nope. up and throw money at you or get, get in the ring. <laughs> no. It's a great workout. It's tons of fun. Tons of fun. I, I'm a huge supporter of you and your mission and, Thank you. and Mayweather. So perfect. If anybody's listening, which there's maybe my mom listens. Good. So she'll hey, what it's worth. Hopefully my people will listen. Yeah, right. Well, Never know. Aaron's the best. Thank you, Sarah. Well, yes. Sarah, you're the best. See, it's a love fest in here. Love fest. Stay calm and slay on. Love it. Do you have kids that say like speak like that? That's mm. that, like millennial shit. I mean, probably. I mean, I'm sure that they I, I, I don't even want you to hear what my kids are saying to video games.
I don't know. Like, what games do they play? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you know. Uh, they, they, they play Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite, Fortnite okay. and Minecraft. And you know, we my daughter was into Fortnite and, and Minecraft. Um, and if I was that age, I'd be into it. Yeah. But you, they talk to people. It's it's yeah. Creepy. And then my older ones into the bad one, the Val Val Valorant or whatever. What's that? that? That's not a good one. Why is it not good? It's, it's like a it's like the sniper one. It's not a good. It's like a shoot 'em up good. game. Kind of. I mean, you know. But he, we have lots of conversations. So, hopefully. Okay. But he's he's also a senior in high school. So. Oh. So I'm going to college next year. He is going to college. Can you believe that? No. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Where's he going? Um, I don't know. Oh. Okay. Hopefully Syracuse. Really? I'm just kidding. He's not going to Syracuse. Orange Who man. knows? Go well, Orangeman. Well, listen, I mean, the college thing is like on my mind. But I was like, my, I sent my kids to like DeVry. They like to learn a skill. Yes. You know, I went to college. I had a business degree. I took some bullshit classes. But yeah. like, I don't know. I, 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 don't I mean, know I how, knew what I wanted to do when I was like in eighth grade. See, I so. did. Um, yeah. My dad's a doctor, but I knew I wasn't yeah. going to be a doctor. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll go to law school. Yeah. Well, there you go. And now look. See, I was I'd talking to a microphone instead of being a lawyer. But everyone was like, oh, you can talk about law on your podcast. Hey, it's, like, it's all about passion. It's all about That's passion. That's right, because I wasn't, yeah, yes. I don't want to get into that. Like, you yes. know, this is like a therapy session. I now. know it is. It's all about the passion. My therapist does it well. Does well. Yes. She'll be jealous that I talked to you. Okay. Anyway, see, I can't wrap it up. I just like to talk into the microphone. I know. Get on a roll. Sometimes we go off on tangents. Do you want to get out your kids' uh, names on Valor <laughs> or, or Minecraft? We can find them. <laughs> no. I would have no idea what their code names are. Yeah. No, I have no. No, idea. there's bad stuff that goes on there. They, I, they grow bad. up way too fast. It's it, it's you know, and I, I the thing is like we, we have real conversations about what happens on the news and you know what where these kids are getting the ideas from, and I just you know I again again I just try to the biggest thing is just talking to your kids about it. You know, because I think about it when I was growing up and probably we're close to the same age, mm -hmm. gen, you know, Gen Gen X, no, Gen what are we? Millenn I'm, I'm a Gen X. See, I'm a Gen X too, but I'm I was born yeah. at the end of '78. Okay, so. The real Gen Xers are a lot older than me. Okay. Like they're yeah. like in their 50s. Okay. Okay. So I relate <laughs> more to the yet. next generation, but I'm not in that generation. So right. I'm like in this weird um, yeah. in between spot. Okay. But where was it going? But the thing is, when you're young, when we were young, like mm -hmm. having access to information, like for music, for example, mm -hmm. it was impossible to find music. Or it was, yes. like you, it was like a, it became a, like you had to go do something. Yes. You had to hear it on the radio. You had to, you had lucky enough yeah. to hear it on the radio. Yep. And you have to go to find a record store. store yep. You have to go to like Rose Records in Deerfield or, yes. or Tower Records in the city. Yep. You had to find the album. Exactly. Or a CD. And then you had to like, it was like a. Uh, see, I, I grew up in the era of cassette tapes. So yeah, we me had too. Like, like, like the. Nexel 90s. Yeah. That we had to put it. And then became CDs. And we were like, whoa, this is so cool. So, but the, the kids today, it's like everything is so accessible right away. Yes. Like there's no. It it's, loses its sort of its. It's. It does. It's. it's because I want a kid, you know, you have this album, you're like, look what I found, this music, yeah. and you're like, do you want to show your fans? Like, my daughter wears a, a Nirvana sweatshirt. Yeah. So, oh, I'll let me play you some Nirvana music. She's like, yeah. no, I don't listen. <laughs> I put it on for her, she's like, turn this off. Yeah. I was like, it's, but you're wearing the sweatshirt. Don't you I get know, it to yeah. understand the importance? Yeah. She's like, Ugh. yeah. I get said this, but she's like, look at me, I'm a bad dad. She uh, doesn't understand. I, I, I don't, I, it's, uh, believe me, I, I wish, I wish our kids could grow up in the 80s. Right. Time I before really the wish internet, it. when life was like, Harder. It was harder, but it was more fun and more rewarding. Like, it was. It was. It all right, was, we've gone on a complete tangent. I know. Totally off the rails. Okay. All right, Sarah. <laughs> Aaron, <laughs> wrap it up here. Okay. All right, here to Cape Calm and Slay On. All right, Love it. I'm gonna press stop. Anything else you want to say though, real quick? Not a chance. Nope. All right. Good. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Thanks.